Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Media Junk Drawer. I've had a little hiatus, but I'm back, and I hope you're excited because I'm super excited for today's episode. I talked to Jamie, who I have known previously through our little book community on Instagram, and I've gotten to meet her in person. We've gone to see um, Maggie O'Farrell together, and we met at, oh my god, who was it? Douglas Stewart was it? Yes. So we've been to a few book events together. Um, Jamie's great. She went to, what's it called? The Denver Publishing? No, Denver Institute of Publishing. She will confirm. But Jamie's super awesome. And I'm so excited today to be able to talk about books and the world of publishing as a form of media, because I feel like you know, when we think of jobs in media, I don't think that necessarily comes to mind, especially for a lot of us, because it's it's not super niche, but it's also like you wouldn't think of like a publishing role as traditional like media jobs per se. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I don't know. But I feel like especially lately publishing has gone kind of wonka doodle off the <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's kind of gone off the rails. If you've been keeping up with publishing news and media, you know that there was the merge being, I guess it didn't happen, tried to happen. Um, Publishing jobs are super not paid, (laughs) not paid well. They're super hard to obtain. Um, It's publishing industry is very whitewashed, very focused on what will sell rather than what publishing should be for, which is exploring different voices, different communities, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm super excited to share with you this conversation because it's something I've learned about in classes and in my like everyday life and something I'm super passionate about. So should hopefully should be interesting for everyone. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jamie. All right. Do you want to first just kind of start off by telling us like who you are like and your relation to like the publishing world, like book book world? <laughs> sure. So I'm Jamie. Um yeah, so just overall, like I guess I'll preface this by saying like I am not an expert on any of this stuff. Um really I guess I got into the publishing not even industry, but just overall had an interest in publishing um, in my final year of my undergrad. So I went to school at UW-Milwaukee for um, communication, and then I took a creative writing class. um, And I don't know, I really just overall loved the course and wanted to kind of see an avenue that I could take to be a part of that further. And I came upon um, University of Denver's Publishing Institute. So it's basically like a post-grad master certificate um, crash course, essentially, of all things publishing and um, kind of getting your feet wet to the just anything you can do in publishing in whatever position that you'd like to kind of take with it. So, yeah. Did you know, like anything about like publishing before you like started college like undergrad honestly not very much um I knew that 
a lot of the positions are in New York City that, you know, you see like, I mean, that's kind of where it's it's most populous. Um, but yeah, I just overall like took interest in it. And with the class at DU, it kind of um, honed in on areas of like proofreading and editing, um, digital like innovations within publishing, and then the marketing aspects and the legal aspects of publishing. So it really gave me like a well-rounded idea of what to expect going into that position. Um, I think too, overall, I was most interested in the, um, like the, the graphic idea of the graphic design idea of publishing. So I really liked creating press releases for books. That was fun. Um, and then just oh, like the book covers um, too. I don't want to be like that person, but um, <laughs> I do judge a book by its cover. And if I see no, really, same. yeah, if I see a pretty book, like I'm gravitated toward it um, like immediately. And then more times than not, I usually will pick it up to read it just to kind of see. <laughs> I was so shocked to learn, maybe this is not shocking to most people, but like that the authors don't get to pick their book cover. Like I thought like if I were to write a book, like I'd have a, like I get to chat with the graphic designer and be like, okay, I like this. I don't like this, but like literally no say. No, they're like, yeah, it's, and that is to me like so frustrating because it is like all the publisher and what they say goes and what they think will sell um visually I guess is kind of what you're gonna have to go with you don't really have a lot of options for that so that I think is really disheartening for the writer <laughs> no I was like if I write a book one day like I literally need to like self-publish it because I need to pick the cover <laughs> I'm just so picky anyway um could you tell us a little bit about the publishing course that you took and kind of like maybe what kind of people were like teaching it and what kind of people participated in it? Yeah. So with University of Denver's Publishing Institute, um, there's they select 75 people every, I think it's like a summer course. There's there's two. So I believe I took the summer 2022 um, certification program, but there's also one I believe in spring maybe. Um, uh, so with that, like they select whoever's going to be a part of it. And then, I mean, it's really kind of intense information because you're only, it's over like the course of like four or five weeks. So it's every single day you've got something going on. Um, they have a lot of people from the publishing industry come in and talk and kind of um, teach just all of the different areas of publishing, which was really cool because you're meeting people who have been in the thick of all of that. And also, um, I mean, you're getting those connections too. So that was, I mean, the networking aspect of it is huge too, if you're looking to be in publishing because a, a main part of getting a job in publishing, unfortunately, is being able to network with specific people. Um, so yeah, that was that was really valuable. Um, just over the course of those four weeks too, you're, you're constantly working on things that have to do with book publishing or pub publicity or marketing and kind of disseminating how you'd be able to promote a book through marketing um, and just all avenues of that. 
Yeah. Out of curiosity, did the Denver course talk at all about like diversity in publishing or like I feel like more recently within like even like just the past like five years, there's been such like people are like bringing up the issues within publishing and being like writing articles and like calling other people out on stuff. So I'm wondering if they like addressed that at all or had like people who came in who like weren't like the white men owning like the big five publishing companies. Yeah, I think overall like DU is progressive with that as they should be um there were I would say honestly it it was nice to see the diversity within um the people that they had come and speak to us and they're primarily um women too which was well for me (laughs) very um inspiring too um so yeah I know like there have been there has been a lot of like um issues with the inclusivity in the publishing industry and I mean what like if they still are I should keep up on this but um if they're still striking um for better pay and benefits and stuff like that that's yeah that definitely needs to be addressed and um yeah have the strikes at all like deterred you from like wanting to be in publishing yeah <laughs> yeah, and, you know, when I got out of the position or I got out of the certification program, um obviously I was applying for like jobs constantly because, you know, I that's kind of what why I even wanted to be a part of that program, but um yeah, the the strike had just like started and begun and also like when you're getting honestly like a lot of the entry level positions in publishing start at like 40k yeah Um, and you're kind of expected not necessarily but a lot of the positions are in person in new york city and i know like just living off that salary would not be ideal living in the city of new york so or new york city but um yeah so it did kind of deter me so i mean i'm very fortunate i did get to obtain a position like not specifically in publishing but something like that it, I mean, overall is exactly what I wanted to do or took away from the publishing certification. Um, really interested in, and yeah, I got lucky with that. But I think that's also um, a good point too with the publishing industry or like that publishing certification is having um, like even if you don't leave and get a job specifically in publishing working for like a book publisher you you leave with all of this knowledge to kind of tweak it and make it like what you want or the type of position that you want yeah for sure I think the strike is especially interesting because like before that I didn't even like or even like before entering college like publishing as like a media job like I didn't know that was like a thing like when you think of jobs in the media it's publishing is like okay whatever and like not even realizing there's this whole group of people who are like yeah you paid so little to do this job in the media (laughs) how disheartening that's you know and it's and it's not an easy job either like you're spending Mm -hmm. um they've made that they made that very clear in the certification program that like you're spending long hours you know like working on editing and making sure this book gets out to the people and then yeah you're 
I mean, you're getting paid basically nothing. So that's hard. I know. I took um, like a literary magazine class in undergrad and but we talked about publishing like the first semester and we were looking at job openings like because our professor was showing us and like Penguin Random House had like an editorial position position excuse me and the salary was like 36k in new york in the office and i was like this is so unreal oh my gosh yeah i know it's it's so awful but i guess even though the pay is so bad people are still like the jobs are so competitive they are yeah and it was mentioned too in the program that like it's kind of who you know and that's that's hard too. Cause if you don't live in New York city, like I don't, I live in the Midwest. So not having the opportunity to like meet someone in person or like go in and kind of, I don't know, network myself in person is a lot more difficult. Um, but yeah, you brought up a good point too. I didn't realize that, um, you don't, when you, when you're talking about like a media aspect of publishing, like I didn't really think that would ever be I don't know like I didn't think it would be a, not a reality but like just an option yeah know? and I think a lot of they're trying to do that now like especially with again like podcasts and stuff like that having conversations right. and um expanding the way to kind of I don't know step your foot into publishing <laughs> however you want. yeah I know I feel like just like when I was like looking at college majors and like looking at English like they didn't like include like potential jobs like as like publishing like I feel like that wasn't like a thing so it's just so interesting to me how like I feel like just in like the past like five years the publishing industry has just really kind of like exploded especially obviously with like the attempted merge um that failed (laughs) but that's just so insane to me because publishing was just never a thought in my mind I was like okay I guess someone makes the books like I don't know I don't know (laughs) well yeah it's just yeah it's such a closed off field like so niche too that was another um issue that I was having when I was initially searching for like okay I want to take like a publishing initially I thought okay maybe I'll go for my master's in that or something like that um and it was really hard to find a program to take that you could actually claim you know um but it was nice, like with University of Denver too, you you have that remote option. So it wasn't like I had to like be at those classes, like in person. Um, and it, it also wasn't like a two year commitment. Like I was able to take the certification program and then go on my way. Right. That's super nice. And that's super accessible too, which is, that's a great option for people who are interested. Yeah, true. Okay, kind of switch, kind of switching a little. I want to talk about like book talk, bookstagram, since we're both kind of in that realm. And I think that's again like so interesting too, because like five years ago, like I feel like there's like book blogs, kind of like on just like a, a URL website. But like more recently, like book talk has like especially like exploded, and now I see like all these channels on YouTube of people being like. Amazon unboxing over a hundred books. I'm like, guys, overconsumption, please stop. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And I that that is a good point. It was also like what Goodreads, you just like, okay, mm-hmm. and post your review on here, even though Goodreads, I mean, I know it's owned by Amazon. A lot of people get <laughs> off of it. Um yeah, and then like 
we met via bookstagram basically and then eventually like got to meet in person so that's kind of that's a cool aspect of just the social media book world I guess I don't know um yeah I know one thing that has been kind of like bothering me about like the book industry I guess on social media maybe you don't feel the same but um like these people on like TikTok and YouTube are like like book waste is something I've been like learning more about like oh sorry my voice (laughs) but people like do these like huge like especially Amazon like Amazon unboxings and they like yeah they're like yeah I have like 700 books on my shelf they're like unread and I was like what are you gonna do with those once you're done like they're either gonna like go to goodwill and they're just gonna like be thrown away or like Mm -hmm. so I think that especially and with like mixing that with like publishing and like this whole thing and there's like ebooks now but people are like oh no like physical like I feel like it's just this whole tangled mess that I'm like trying to figure out like how I feel about it yeah that that's a good point yeah I think it is so tricky too because you have like authors who write these books and they deserve to be read and you know they're the way that they get paid or essentially like make any benefit from their um, profession is like by selling you know but then also yeah the the overconsumption or even like just like mass printing of these books is not necessarily like great for the environment you know so it's it is like a I don't know that's that is really tricky um I think too and that's a good point with like book talk in general I think an issue that I personally feel with like okay like one thing that I do like about bookstagram is that like you're it's not so much like promoting a product per se like I know it's a book but like you're promoting a book and it's not so much like oh you should like uh, no hate for other influencers but like the hey like buy this product and like constantly being marketed to um is excessive in my my viewpoint um so having like books to I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this. I just think <laughs> brain, my brain is dead at the end of the week. No, you're um, so fine. No, but like having that like marketed to me and um, by people that I follow and like have trusted um, with their like suggestions of books that they like to read is a lot more enticing, I guess, than like the traditional like, oh, I influ- I'm an influencer and I basically am like trying to sell all these like different skincare products or like whatever else to you um I don't know that's that's kind of like what entices me about the book world but again like you said like with book talk having people like oh I've got like a billion books and are they really going to read them or is it just because they're like getting paid or yeah, or just like it's a good way to rack up views because I mean I'm not gonna lie I love just watching someone unbox like a hundred books I'm like okay like it's good background noise if I'm doing something. True. <laughs> so I like I get it, but it's also like I I don't know I feel like the book world is taking like a weird spin right now. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just like so existential about everything. But no, I, I see it's so weird. 
I I think that also is like the love and hate about social media. Like it's like you get the opportunity to learn about like a book that you might have never picked up or like never heard about. But also I feel like there's that fine line, like it can definitely be excess and overkill very, very quickly. And that tends to kind of ruin it. Yeah, Yeah. I know for sure. One other thing I kind of wanted to talk about was like, the guess what's the right word the connection between the film industry and the book industry because recently I feel like every day I wake up and there's a new announcement of a book being turned into a movie which is great in some aspects but I just posted something yesterday about like oh books I would like to see on the big screen but I'm like stop adapting romance books like we do not need three Emily Henry movies of basically the same plot stop it so true yeah and the thing is too is like sometimes I know this sounds like kind of cliche but like the book is usually is more times than not better than the movie yeah for sure like why can't we just leave the book to be something that like we just envision in our head like let it be what we want it to be you know like um no hate to Reese Witherspoon but like i read where the crawdads sing and I know there's controversy with that author definitely um I did enjoy the book again that might be very controversial no I thought the book slayed and I didn't know about the stuff before I read it and after I saw that stuff and I was like the book was still really good though why do they have to be bad people I know (laughs) uh, then I saw the movie and I genuinely like I don't know this might be like just my I might be I don't know. I didn't like it. I I was like bummed, honestly. And I'm like, they didn't need to do this. And I feel like that's happening a lot with books. Um, they're pushing them out. I don't know. It's like, do, do you guys not have ideas anymore? Like, is it just like, literally, we'll take the book and then. Yeah, well, I feel like, again, with like, like book talk exploding, like everyone has like eyes on like these books. And obviously, it's a good money maker like if you're in the film industry like I totally get why you would want to but like it's like and some books I do really think should be films like Bunny by um Mona Awad I'm like please please dude I'm reading her the um Rogue the stop you got a copy I'm so excited on on NetGalley it's so it is already so good and I'm it might be my favorite (gasps) like yes that see like that deserves a movie I would be open to seeing what they do with that if it's like by the right director and everything too you know yeah I was gonna say I wish it was more accessible then in turn for like smaller filmmakers and like indie yeah. companies to like pick this stuff up because I feel like like a small indie horror It'd be so like good. company picking up bunny <laughs> yeah. would actually be so amazing but I, I don't it. know the three Emily Henry like book announcement or movie announcements in a row <laughs> Dude, I didn't even hear about that. So that this is news to me. Yeah, There's well, I books are taking are going to be turned into movies. Yes, and I I honestly feel like her newest one is also part of that. I could that could be wrong though, but I really do like Emily Henry's romance books. Um, they're cute. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of like kind of copy paste, like low key the same plot, but like <laughs> that I don't care because they're good. But then, like, do we need three movies? Like, 
I think it's Beach Read, People We Meet on Vacation, and Book Lovers all recently got announced yeah. as becoming movies. And I'm like, they're low-key going to be the same. Yeah, <laughs> she's going to be making bank, though. So that's Yeah, like, like good, for, good for her. But also, yeah. I just, yeah, every day I wake up and there's like a new book-to-movie announcement. I'm like... <laughs> uh, I, that was another thing, too. Um, did you watch... Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah, I really like that. I've seen it like a few times. (laughs) I almost like it better when they make it into a series too. I think that's, um, I don't know, that that's like more exciting for me because they actually get to like dive into the book more. So maybe that's why I thought it was a little bit more true to the. Yeah, that's true. Like where the crowded sing was just like a super quick movie. I'm like, they jumped over all of these things that I thought were important. Yeah, I've seen a lot of talk. Um, I don't I'm sure you've probably seen this, but Harry Potter being readapted into a series, um, <laughs> which is actually insane. But I feel like I I understand what they're trying to do, but again, do we need like now we're adapting a movie book into another one? Oh like, I think in is it is a lot of the times like, okay, we'll readapt it so it so it like resonates with a younger audience but like harry potter isn't going anywhere like people you know like yeah they love harry potter and kids now still love harry potter like you don't need to redo that they're just they need to get more creative honestly <laughs> i know for real and there's so many like small filmmakers like who are writing and releasing their own things i'm like it just sucks but I'm glad books are getting more publicity in that sense, but also it's like that double-edged sword. Like, I don't know what to think of anything. My brain is just existential mode, even with books. <laughs> it's a mess. Anyway, um, as we kind of wrap things up, do you have any good recommendations? It can be any media, like book, TV show, podcast, movies that you'd like to share with said listeners. That's a good question. Any, like, are you saying, like, books to read? Yeah. Any any good recommendations you have that you've read recently or anything you've listened to or watched? Put me on the spot. <laughs> I know. Sorry. No, you, you, I just read, uh, I finished uh, Death Valley. Um, mm. And this is so embarrassing. Of course, I forget her name. I literally finished it yesterday. So Melissa uh, Broder. Yeah. Because that's the new one. Yeah. That's the new one. Yeah. That one, that book was really, really good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. So I would suggest that one. Um, Hmm. I I mean, this isn't really like your question, but but, like, can I say like books that I'm excited to read? Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Ann Patchett just came out with a new one and I really, really love Ann Patchett. Um, It's called Tom Lake and it has like raving reviews. So I'm excited to read that one. Um, Like I mentioned, I'm reading right now Rogue by uh, Mona Awad. So that one is exciting too. Um, I don't know. This is so hard. (laughs) It's okay. I know it's such an on the spot question. Gosh, in terms of like movies, I guess, like I started to watch Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. So I haven't finished that yet, but like I'm excited to finish <laughs> yeah. that. I love um, that one. 
it was it really good the ending yeah i mean i just like wes anderson because i feel like a lot of movies these days are like not like that so it's fun to just have like watch a silly little romp like for like two hours <laughs> so unique to what like you usually see mm-hmm. too um i just watched uh greenberg with uh Greta Gerwig and uh, Ben Stiller and I've seen that movie before but I do really love that movie and I love them both um yeah in terms of like I mean there's the writer's strike going on so I feel like not a lot is (laughs) coming out which kind of sucks um a guilty pleasure of mine because like I I'm sorry but like I love I'm not even sorry about this I love Hilary Duff like I was like a big big Lizzie McGuire girl yes um uh I'm watching How I Met Your Father and it's like kind of corny <laughs> but like it's just a good happy show I feel like to watch yeah yeah I think sorry I'm like over talking I feel like but no. uh, that's yeah that's what I've got top of mind perfect beautiful any of your lovely bookshelf as the background yes love as it about like overconsumption. <laughs> yeah. hey it, it's okay <laughs> it doesn't apply to us it doesn't apply to yeah. us <laughs> yes. we are the exception <laughs> literally <laughs> anyway thank you so so much for talking to me about the publishing world the book world i've been as i said i've been wanting to talk about that for a while so i'm glad we got to do that together yeah i hope i gave good answers again oh, like, you did good job this is just yeah i try <laughs> no you did good i'm i'm super excited about it i'm excited for everyone to listen thank you so much to jamie for joining me today i super enjoyed our conversation and i hope you all did too so time for my meteor wrap up because i've had a little hiatus i have a lot to share but um i'm looking at my goodreads to see what i recently read that i haven't talked about which has been a lot okay so i said last episode that i was going up north and i did read a lot um let's see up north i read daddy boy by emerson whitney i was super excited for that book but i didn't really like it sad um meet me at the lake by carly fortune that was very good um i think that was better than her first romance novel and i read it at the lake so it was perfect um hello beautiful by anne nap oh my god i don't know how to say her last name i'm not gonna try but this is oprah's book club pick and it's super popular right now i was literally like had to wait for like a hundred people to read this book at the library before i could get it and it perfect timing it came right when i was going up north um i really like that one i love a long family saga um, Happy All the Time by Lori Colwyn. I really enjoyed that one, and it's a pretty short read, so I definitely recommend. On Chisel Beach by Ian Mc. I'm so, I'm so bad at names. Um, he wrote Atonement. I've read Atonement. On Chisel Beach was fine. I want to watch the movie because um, Saoirse Ronan is in it. And that's all I care about. Unmasked by Paul Holes. I listened to that as an audiobook, and that was pretty good. The writing wasn't anything like extraordinary, but it like the audiobook was fun to listen to because it sounded like a true crime true crime podcast, excuse me. Um, Eve's Hollywood by Eve Babbitt. I really enjoyed that one. 
it's slayed love theoretically by ali hazelwood um i think i like this better than her other two romances but it was still cringe oh my god it like some parts were just so painful to read so painful and then i just recently finished homebodies by tembe denton hurst um that was really good that was about a black journalist in like the entertainment media world and that's very on brand subject matter for me so i enjoyed that so those were some of the recent books i've read um what am i watching what am i watching oh the summer i turned pretty i can't even talk about season two because it was just not not my fave i still ate it up every week but besides that, <laughs> um, oh my God, Claim the Fame. Claim the Fame. I love that show. So good. It's like a fun reality show. And it's like an every week thing. So it's fun to like settle down on Monday nights to watch it. Let me think. Only Murders in the Building. I started that show when it first came out. I don't know like why I stopped or like what. But I'm restarting now. And it's obviously good so far because I liked it when I first started it but I don't know like why I didn't continue whatever I'm starting again now then anything else I'm watching I can't think of anything I probably will like the second I end this podcast I'll be like I forgot to talk about this but I'll just write it down for next episode um oh I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently let me go through the ones that are newer that I said I would talk about. Let's see. The Bris oh let me start over. The Broski Report with um Brittany Broski. She's just so funny. Um and I've listened to the violating community guidelines. I'm sad they stopped the show. But she's funny. Love her. Um Celebrity Memoir Book Club. That one's also really good and funny. I've listened to it before, but I don't think I've ever talked about it um to do, do chaotic with muna i think i've definitely talked about that i'll skip that for now um oh highbrow by who is it highbrow by um mina lee that's a really good like pop culture media podcast and mina's so smart she is just i feel stupid hearing her speak <laughs> But I, I love her podcast. Oh, Like a Virgin with um, Fran and Rose. I follow Rose on Twitter. That's how I found her podcast with Fran. It's super funny. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Let's see. Mile Higher with Kendall Ray and her husband. I really like that one lately. <laughs> on a side note by Morgan Ann. I love her TikTok page. And then I saw she started a podcast and I was like, yes, because I really like her. Oh, The Pact. I just started listening to. Um, It's like a short mini series. It's super interesting. Oh, my God. But basically, it follows the story about this couple, Kelly and Jason, and they made a pact to basically if one of them were to cheat on the other one 
they would then have to kill the person they cheated on with. Like, it's a true story. Like, and the podcast is super well done because they pull clips from like interviews and like court trials and like super well researched. So, I'm like halfway through that one right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it for podcasts. I'll have more, don't worry. But, um, Thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you again next week or whenever I have a new episode ready. Oh my God. Sorry. Voice crack. Um, I still need to sign off, guys. This is so embarrassing. But thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day, whatever you're doing. Bye. Bye.